Okay, we're continuing here discussion of Maimon Shloshna. We quoted from Rav yesterday, the Alocha, the Rav said that if you want to be mocked of someone and you have all three parties together, so basically you have a Malva and a Loiva, and then the Malva says to the Loiva in front of a third party, instead of paying me back, I want you to pay back that third party. Or you can have someone who has a Chefet, so you gave, the Mafki gave a Pekotin to someone, and he says, instead of giving it back to me, I want you to give it to this third party. And all three of them are there in the room. So we have a Takanas Chazal, which we said is called like a Hilchus Taima. There's no, we understand why Chazal did it. Chazal did this so that they can make it easier to make Kenyanim in the Shuk without everybody having to make Hagbah and Mashiach and all that stuff. But how it works, the Lundas, how it works is irrelevant. Doesn't matter. Chazal said it works after Bezdin. And that's halacha called Maimed Shloshta. So we're going to discuss now a few different halachas related to that concept of Maimed Shloshta. We're about ten lines down in Yudal. Amalei Rav, the Rav Acha Bardula. There's a, there's a, uh, a Meir called the Acha Bardula. And the Rav said to him as follows. Kava de Marika Isli Gaboch. You have a kav, a certain amount of Marika, of a spice of some sort, that you are, you are, I, bar, I lent to you, or you were watching for me. And uh, what I want you to do is Yavina Lepliny. I want you to give it to, to a different person. Instead of giving it to me, I want you to give it to a different person. And I'm saying this in front of all three of us. So all three of them were standing there in the room. And I'm saying in front of all three of us, that instead of giving this Kava de Marika to me, I'm being maknit automatically to this third party. And I will not be Chayzranes. I'm not going to change my mind. It's a done deal. Says the more, what does that mean, that I won't change my mind? What does that mean, that he's, Rob's saying, don't worry, I won't change my mind. But if I want to change my mind, I'm allowed to change my mind? According to Rob, the whole idea is, my Shloshan is a Kenyan. And obviously, once it's a valid Kenyan, there's no changing your mind, it's done. So what did Rob mean by this when he said, don't worry, I won't change his mind? So, this is what Rav meant. He didn't say that I won't change my mind. He's telling you that I'm telling you, based on this kingdom that I made, that this kingdom of Maimed Shloshtam, it's impossible for me to change my mind because once I say this and all three of us are there in the room, it's automatically a kingdom and this Kava de Marika now belongs to this third party. Says, well, it's very nice halacha, but I'm a Rav Chadazim. It sounds like this wasn't just a discussion that Rav and Vacha Barilo were having. Rav told him it's a Kenyan, and then Rav threw in a bunch of extra details over here to tell him I won't be chayzer to teach of Achabadla some new halachas. Says, well, why does Rav have to go through that? Rav, Rav already proclaimed this halacha, Barabim, everybody knew it. Like we quoted, So you have money of mine, I want you to give it to this third party when all three people are there. Kana. So we know it's kind of. Rav already said this halacha. Everybody's familiar with this halacha of Rav. So Rav could have just said to Avacha this kava de Marika that you have a mind, give it to the third party. Why did he have to throw in this extra good of, and I'm not allowed to be chayzer because the Kenyan works? We know the Kenyan works. What was Rav teaching you? says, If we just sort of had Rav's standard statement, that there's an extra halacha over here. The halacha is not just that Maimed Shloshna works, but Maimed Shloshna only works ba'ape. When all three members of the of the of the deal are here in the room, so you would have thought by a regular matana, Rashi says a mana or some large amount of money. That's when you needed that all three people are here in the room ba'ape of a matana muetes. But a small thing he's trying to make a kinyan on, like this kava de marika, which is a small amount of value. Then lo iboyu the funa. Maybe then maimut shloshna works even if the third party is not in the room. Maybe he could just say to Avacha Bardala, I want you to give this to a third party, even if the third party is not in the room, it would work. 
Kamash Malon, so therefore Rav stressed over here, Ba'apei, that's why Rav said over here, in the Allah that he said to him, Ba'apei Kamin Allah, that I'm stressing that this is also only going to work and be a valid Kenyan if all three members of this transaction are in the room together or in the same place together. That's when Maimit Shlashton works. So there's no Chiddush. And the fact that it can't be Chayzer, the Chiddush was that you need to have Ba'apei. Another story related to Maimit Shlashton. Hanu Gino'oi, the Ovid Chujman Abadi So it was a bunch of workers that independent contractors that all worked in a certain field together. And the deal was, is that they all, they would take the crops on this third party's field. So there was somebody who owned the field. And all these workers were independent contractors who would work in the field. They would then work the crops, sell the crops, and then pay the owner of the field some amount of money. But when they split the profits between them. So they did a cheshman at the end of the season. And posh chamash istoroi zuzi gabi and they saw that one of them, one of these sharecroppers, one of these workers, actually had more money in his kupa than all the other ones had. Okay, so he owed them the money because he took extra profits. So Amri Lay, they said to him, Yavinu nahila lemare apa. All right, we have to pay the owner of the field for, the, I guess, the rental money, whatever it is that we owe him. We want you to, instead of giving us this money you owe us, give that money to him. You owe us the money. Instead of giving us the money, we want you to give it to him. On, on our behalf, etc. But I want you to give it to him. And he was there? The Ape Mari. He was there. It was, kind of, it was works. And the economy Besides that they did this Allah called Maimit Shloshton, maybe they were nervous about it. It's not exactly clear in the Gemara Rashi why they did it, but we'll see a few cases in the Gemara where they do this. Besides doing the verbal Maimit Shloshton, they did a Kanamine, which is a Kenyan Chalipim. A Kenyan Chalipim, like we knew when we do a Sonic Suba and things of that nature, we lift up a something, a, a, a talis or a beget or a kippah, whatever they use, to make a Kenyan Chalipim, and that sort of solidifies your agreement and your, and your, and your deal. When you make a Kenyan Chalipa. So not only did they do a Maimon Shloshtam, they also made a Kenyan that he's now Mechuyiv himself to give this extra money to the owner of the field. Good. Maybe. It's not clear. The Rishan discuss it. Rashi does not discuss why they did it. So, So he was a little nervous, this guy. He wanted to make sure he got the money right. Went home, recounted the money. He did a deal. He counted the money by himself. He realized it was a mistake. And he actually did not have any extra money. And therefore, this whole Maimit Shlashtrim, the whole Kenyan they did, he said, I'm not giving the money. The whole reason I agreed to give the money is because I had extra. It turns out I don't have extra. We miscounted. And therefore, if we miscounted, I'm not giving to the, to the owner of the field anything. We have to figure out another deal. So also came to Rav Nachman. So they were to him to dinner in front of Rav Nachman. They said, we did a Maimit Shloshtan. We did a Kenya Khalifa. He's not allowed to back out. A Malay, Rav Nachman said, my Yavadlach. What do you want me to do? Chadr marav. We had a Vuna Marav Salacha that Maimit Shloshan is a Kenyan. And therefore you owe the money. Besides Maimit Shloshan, you did a real Kenyan Chalipin. And you mechuyiv yourself to pay the money. So what do you want me to do? How do you want me to help you? So Amalei Rava, so Rava, I guess, was there in the base manager, said to them, He didn't say that he's backing out on the deal. He's not changing his mind. He was saying the whole thing was a toast to begin with. There was no money to give. The whole thing was based on the fact that he had extra profits. Turns out he didn't have extra profits. So it's a mistake. Amar Leis, Rav Nachman said, oh, I didn't understand that. Im Kenyu So the Maimed, as the Mepharshim explained, the Maimed sloshed on, once you explain that there's no extra money, a says, we're talking about a case where they admit 
that the, the count was wrong. And it was, how, do, how do we know actually the count is wrong? We can debate if he has Nehmanus. Tzadik says on the Pashat level, they also recounted the money and admitted that he doesn't owe the money. But they were saying, the, despite the fact that we admit that you don't have extra profits, you agreed to pay. And if you agreed to pay, we want you to pay. So it says, Rabbi, two points, says the Mepharshim. A, in terms of the Maimed Shloshed and Kenyan, there's nothing to talk about. Right? The whole idea of Maimed Shloshed is you owe me instead give it to the third party. If you don't owe me, there's nothing to give. So it's not even a Kenyan Betos. There's no Kenyan whatsoever. It doesn't exist. And in terms of the Kenyan Chalipan that you made to Mechaiv yourself, that is a Kenyan Betos. And therefore, this person, because it was, it was all based on wrong information, wrong counting, wrong counting, therefore you don't have to pay the money. So Maimed Shloshed works, but only if it's a valid agreement, obviously. If it's not a valid agreement based on false assumptions, then of course Maimed Shloshed would not be a proper Kenyan. Itma. This leads us to another similar discussion. So what if, instead of doing a or something over here, the loive owes money to the malve, and the loive says to a third party, oh, you're traveling to that other city, do me a favor, I want you to pay my loan off for me, here's the cash, please go pay off the loan. So now we have two issues we have to deal with here. A, uh, can he back out? Once the loive gives the money to Ruben to bring to the malve, can the loive say, forget it, give it back to me? Because on one hand, you could say that once the loive gives the money to Ruben, Ruben is being zeicha the money for the malve. It's the malve is being zeicha the money. It's a schos for him. That's one question. So can the loive back out? Question number one. Question number two is, if an einus happens baderech, and the money gets lost or stolen or something like that, whose responsibility is it? Right, because the life is supposed to pay back to the malva. The money never got there. The life says, "Well, it's already your money." Come on, that doesn't really work, right? Nobody could possibly say that the life could just give it to somebody else and the and the malva's stuck. So what happens over here? Say, If you say, "I want you to bring the money to somebody," then I owe the money. So There is no question whatsoever that the loiver is a chayv and a chayis. And if the money gets lost along the way, it's the loiver's responsibility to pay back again. However, says Rav, he cannot back out. So we're playing both sides of the coin according to Rav. Because once I gave the money to that person, to Ruben, to bring it, Ruben zeich the money on behalf of the Malva. And therefore, I cannot take it back. It's zeich of the fun of it. It's a schosrim to get that money. Whether we're talking about a halva, or talking about a matona, once I gave it to him, it's zeich of the him. But, at the end of the day, I never actually, I'm still responsible to make sure it gets there. So it might be his, but I have to make sure it gets there. And therefore, Rav says, you're working both sides of the coin. Hold on. But he didn't send the shliach. I sent the shliach. I'm saying the borrower. And thus, yes and no. Because that's exactly Rav's point. You're playing both sides of the coin. Because if I say, as we're about to say in the Gemara, that means as soon as I give it to the shliach, me the levi giving it to the shliach, he's it on some level on behalf of the malva. And therefore, I can't take it back, but I still am responsible to make sure it gets there. Borrower would uh, go on his way, and then last minute he changed his mind. He could, right? He wouldn't give him the money. No, I want, according to Rav, I cannot be chayzer. No, the borrower himself. Yes. He's ready to give Okay, but money. So that, that's Five Rav's point. Shkoyach, but that's Rav's point. But when I gave it to a third party, I cannot be zeicher for you something from me, my, myself. I can't make a king of my things to give to you. That doesn't work. That's a halacha, right? I can't be... So there has to be two parties in every Kenyan. But if there's a shliach over here, now it, it, the interesting part over here is, obviously, if the malvis sent the shliach to pick up the money, as we'll see in a case, 
Depends on how he did it. But if he sent it as what we would call a shliach kabbalah, then as soon as the leiva pays to that shliach, he's done. That's clear. Over here, the leiva appointed the shliach. So that shliach now is sort of working on behalf of the leiva to get the money to the malva. But on the other hand, anybody can be a shliach for my benefit. So Rav says, you're sort of stuck in the middle over here. Hold on. No, it's not a chayv al-shayv. I'm a because I'm a leiva. I owe you money. I never paid you back. I never paid you back. I'm not discussing the, the, who, the, whether the sheikh is responsible or not. We're talking about the loiva. The mishaleach is mechaiv and the achrayas. He did not return it to him. It never got to the malva. That's fine, but it never got there. You have to give me my money. If I, if the malva sends the shliach, then all you have to do. You can't just appoint your, you know, I'm going to give it to my wife here, you're the shliach. Oh, you didn't get there? Okay, whatever. You know, it doesn't work that way. I'm a loyve, as we'll see in the Gemara. Every loyve lishmal, the pasuk says, I have to make sure it gets to you. Shmuel, it gets trickier here. Shmuel, Amar, no. Shmuel says, Mitoich shechai bechuyusay and balach shechayzer. Shmuel says, you can't play both sides of the coin. Since there's no question that the loyve is still bechuyve and achrayis, the loyve can back out. So and take the money back if he wants. Obviously, he still owes the money. But if he wants to get this money back for whatever reason, he's allowed to. What's the machlekes? Leimer book. I'll forgive it for me. Pashup shat sounds like the machlekes is on our nekuda. Mar savar hoylech kischi dami. Rav says hoylech is kischi. When I say to the shliach, take it. What I mean is, on some level, be zeichet. And Shmuel says mar savar hoylech lav kischi. Hoylech does not mean schi at all. Hoylech just means take it. But you're taking it for me and calls man. It doesn't get to the malva. The life is allowed to pull it back. So we have machlekes Rav and Shmuel. What is the role of the shliach? Is the shliach like a shliach halacha only, and he's a shliach for the loyve, or is he also acting on some level because of zachon and shabafanov as a shliach kabbalah, and the least to the fact that he can't take it back? So that's machlekes. Look, the kuliyama is At this stage, we're going to say no. Maybe everybody holds really. All things being equal, once I give it to the shliach, even though I appointed the shliach, and it belongs to the mekabel, it belongs to the malva. What would be the nafkamina? Let's say in the case where it's not alva. What if, I, what if I'm a present? Right? Think about a case where it's a present, where I don't owe the person money. I'm sending him a birthday present, and I give it to the shliach to bring him a birthday present. And halfway there, I call him and say, bring it back to me. Okay, so now there's no achrayis over here. I'm not. There's no responsibility. There's no nothing, right? You know, I was giving you a present. If it gets lost, it gets lost. Sorry, you know what I mean. Is it, but mitam I cannot back out on it anymore because once I gave it to him, it's already considered his birthday present. I'm not If it gets lost, it's not my problem. But it's his, and I can't take it back. So it says the Gemara. Everybody holds hoylech kishchi. And if I sent him a birthday present, if I send him any present, as soon as I give it to the shliach, even though I appointed the shliach, it's considered his present, and I'm not allowed to back out. In that case, there's no chiyav achrayis. Shmuel's point is only by a halva, it works differently. Why? Rav says, say Rav says by a halva, we have an, a separate issue. Besides the fact of can you back out, which we're saying you cannot back out, Rav says there's another issue, it's Jechayv and because as a loyva, you're responsible to make sure the money gets all the way there. Okay, but that's not related to the fact of Halich Kisri. The Marsavon Shmuel says, Aminon Migu. Shmuel says, once you tell me that Jechayv and Achrayis, and until it gets to the hands of the Malva, the loyva is responsible, that by definition also means that the loyva can back out. You cannot play both sides of the coin. So by a matana, where there's no achrayis involved, then hoylech is kishri. 
By a halva, there Shmuel argues and says, because you cannot tell me I'm chayv and achrayis, and at the same time tell me I can't back out. They go hand in hand. Same thing as a shachichra, or never. Okay, similar idea. Similar. So we, we never really... Yeah, so we... This is a similar concept that we talked about before, and over there we were debating. Because right. we brought a steer in Rashi, if you remember. We had a steer in Rashi when you give the, according to the Rabbonin, that it's a schus. Does that mean it's a schus and it actually works now? Or does that mean it's a schus and you cannot back out? We had a steer in Rashi's, right. what Rashi's sheet is in that point. This is definitely a similar concept in this halacha, that it's his that I can't back out, but it's mine that I still am responsible to make it. Yes, definitely comparable. Quick question? Yeah. Is there any... Does it matter whether or not you've paid the shliach? Like, no, the, no, no. Again, there's another issue here you might have to deal with is, is the shliach responsible to pay back to the mishaleach? Yeah, right, right, right. How what negligent was he? That's a separate issue. It's a babakama issue. Right, right. We're just dealing here with the, in terms of between the malva and the loiva, not between the shliach and the loiva. Tanik of us to the rav. We have a rav like rav. The rav, the brisa says as follows. You give the money to the sheikh to bring it to him. Or, you don't say, you say, or, I want you to bring a pikodin. It wasn't alva, it was something he gave me to watch, and I want to return it. Or, or bring that to him. So, so clearly, you are still responsible. The loiva, or whoever's watching this object, is responsible to make sure it gets back to him no matter what. And if he wants to back out, he's not allowed to back out. You see, but fair is price like Rav, that we don't say Shmuel's Migu. We say you're stuck both ways. Once I give it to the Sheikh, I cannot back out, but I am still responsible. Wait a second. Buy a halva when we're dealing with money, cash. Okay, if it gets lost, it gets lost. I pay it back, fine. But if it's because he gave me something to watch, and I'm returning it to him, lay malay, why can't the owner of the chayfet say, right, I gave it to you to watch. Who gave you the right to give it to a shlech to bring to me? I gave it to you to watch. And therefore, really, I am not, me, as the person watching the chayfets, the shaymer, whatever it is, I'm not allowed, really, to give it to somebody else to bring to him. It's my responsibility to watch it, not somebody else, not a shliach. And therefore, it's not the whole idea, but when I owe him money, I owe the malva money, so I give the shliach cash, the malva, it's a pure schus for the malva, he has nothing to lose, if he has nothing to lose, he's yeah, rather I get it in the hands of the shliach, so it's on the way, we could discuss if it's hardly or not kashir. But by a pikadin, I definitely don't want this other person on my pikadin. The owner of the pikadin does not want it in the hand of a third party. And therefore, the person who sent it, the should be able to back out because it's not zachal and the other. The person does not want the pikadin in the hands of a third party. So I'm observing, you're right. We're talking about a funny case. We're talking about where the shamer who's watching the pikadin is a gangster and a liar and a cheat. And therefore, there's no question that Balbayez wants it out of his hands as fast as possible. And therefore, you're right. In a regular case where I give something as a pikadin to someone to watch, I don't want him sending it with a third party back to me. And if he does, I have nothing to do with it. And if he wants to back out, he can back out, whatever he wants. It's not zuchin to me, because I don't want that pikadin in the hands of a third party at all. But when he's hoksik kafran, and I, don't, I, really want, I really wanted to get rid of it, then it is a schus for me to have it in the hands of the shlech. And then once he gives it to him, he's zeichet for me, at least according to the part that he cannot back out. According to Rav, according to Shmuel, you would still have this in you of once you bechoyven achrayis, then you could actually back out. So we're coming out now. Everybody holds. By a matono, is kishi. 
by a halva or a pikadin, so then we have this machlaikis whether the Shmuel's migu of the Chachayv and Achrayis overrides the Hoyler so we have a few stories now. Rav Sheshis had a had uh, he had done business with some begadim, sarbaloi, different kinds of begadim, some clothing, and he had a, a, a debt. Okay, so b'mechuzah, and he had a debt to collect. Amalei lev Yosef Barchama. She said to Yosef Barchama, "But how did the osis? When you're going to visit mechuzah, I send an eloi. Can you bring me collect the money that's owed for me and bring it back to me?" Okay. Now, clearly, as we'll see in the context of this gemara, he was not sending him to be a shliach kabbalah. Right? If he said to him, I want you to be my shliach, then of course, once they give it to that shliach, it's considered in his hands. He was not telling him to be a shliach Kabbalah. He was saying, go to the guy who owes me the money and tell him that you're going to collect it and bring it to me, but you're his shliach. You're not my shliach. Very important. So he says, Azo So he went to the, the person who owed the money and he said, give me the money. Amrile, they said, okay, they said, no problem, we'll give you the money but make a Kenyan. So that you're, you, the shliach, are responsible if something gets lost on the way. So make a kinyan. Amalhu, and he said, okay, no problem, I'll make a kinyan. Then he thought about it, and he said, He said, forget, I'm not making no kinyan. I don't want to be responsible for this money. I'll be happy to take it for you to pay back to Ravashi the loan, but I am not going to be Ravashi the loan, but I am not going to be responsible. So So when he went back to Ravashi, Ravashi said, where's the money? So he said, well, I didn't get the money because I refused to make a kinyan. So if Shesha said to him, Oh, Amalai, shop around this. You're smart. Then we have two versions over here. You didn't make yourself responsible. Right? Once you mishabbat yourself, then already you have to pay back money and pay back for him and for me. No, I didn't ask you to do that. I asked you to just do me a favor and get them to send it with you, but it's their responsibility, and you did good that you didn't make the Kenyan, and okay, I'll get the money later on. Another version of what Rav Shesha said to him was, Shaper Avdis, it's good you didn't make a Kenyan, because Evid Leib and they are responsible to make sure I get the money, not you. And therefore, he wasn't saying Evid Leib and that you didn't take it, but Evid Leib and the person who owes me the money, they're responsible to make sure I get it. If they don't get it to me, it's their problem. And as a shliach, like, like he said, like he appointed him, and he, he just asked him to bring it. So shliach, you have to speak out, you're my shliach? Yeah. These words? I don't, I don't know how you have to say it, but it, no, it, it, you have to be, it has to be, it doesn't matter how you say it, it has to be clear, whose shliach are you? Are you shliach of Kabbalah, or you shliach of Hilach? If you're shliach of Kabbalah, then the halach is different. I understand it, but he tells you, he told, if you go there, bring me my money. So I, apparently it's, again, I can't tell you the exact words that he used, but in the context of the story, it's clear that he was telling him, if you're passing by there, stop by there and see if they're willing to give you the money to bring to me. But you're not being my Because otherwise, this halacha doesn't make any sense. Right? Well, it doesn't tell us that. But it, mu- it doesn't make any sense. It has to be that way. It has to be that he's not a sheikh. Kabbalah always makes no sense. Of another story similar. He had a, a silver clee that was in Narda. And he needed to go pick it up. So he had left it by someone to watch, and he wanted someone to get it from him. So his two friends, and they were traveling to Narda. He said to them, When you're going over there, again, same thing, you're not Mashiach Kabbalah. Please stop by there and ask them if they're willing to send it with you. So Azu, and they, they went, Yavanile. So the, the person who had this clay said, Oh, excellent, you're going back to, to visit Ravachi Barishia. Please take the clay for us. Amrlu, Niknimina'ichu. They said, But we're not giving it to you until you make a Kenyan, and you, Ravdustoy, and Rabyasi, Makabala Chais. So Amrlu, they said, We are not. Now they took the clay already. Now they said, Make a Kenyan. They said, No, we're not making a Kenyan. This is your problem, not our problem. So, so they said, Look. 
Okay, so give it back. <laughs> okay, we're not we're not sending it if there's no insurance, right? You got to take insurance or leave me alone. So do in. He said, no problem. I'll give it back. Now they were both holding on to it apparently, or maybe it was two halves of something. It's not clear, but he said, I'll give it back. I'm not giving it back. We just said I like Rav, right? And once you give it to me, then I'm zeichet already on behalf of. Uh, on behalf of the person who sent me, and the pastor of Achai Berosha, and therefore you cannot take it back. I don't care who's responsible for it. I'm gezeichen it and finished. Story's over. So now what do you do? One shtech says yes, one shtech says no. So, have it come at Sireli. So they went to Rabbi Yisrael Keeper, and they were going to beat him up. So, Amalei, so they said to Rabbi Dustoy, the other one, Chazimar Hechikavit, no, he said, I'm sorry, Rabbi Yisrael Keeper said to Rabbi Dustoy, you see what they're doing to me? They're beating me up. He said, yeah, they should beat you up. So now, you know, these are two friends who went on the ride, and now one's getting beat up, the other one's saying, yeah, so what's going on? So when they came back to Rabbi Aisha, they told him the story. So Rabbi said, not only did he not help me, not only did he not help me keep the chayfets, he told them to beat me up. Like, what's going on over here, Rabbi? So, so, so Rav Achai asked to Rav Dustoy, am I Tavarachi? What are we doing? So, these gangsters that had your chifetz, hein ama, which means they're very, very tall, the koivan ama, they have some kind of very strong-looking clothing, Rashi says, a hat, or some kind of beged, which makes them look very big. Umadavr michatzein, they speak very deep, and it looks like they're speaking from their chest, halfway down their body. Vishmosein muvalin, they have scary names. Arda, Arta, Pili, Barish, Okay? If they say to tie you up, they're going to tie you up. If they say they're going to kill someone, they kill somebody. If they would have killed me, my father would not have a child like me. And therefore, I was just scared of them. And if they're gangsters, so, I, yeah, sure, take the chaifas back. Leave me alone. I'm not getting killed here for this. Are they politically connected? Yes. Hey. Do they have, you know, uh, horses and stuff to chase after you if you tried to run away with the Kli? Okay, you're right. You know, I, I didn't ask you to risk your life to get the Kli over here, so it makes sense what you did, and therefore fine. But the Maisa, we see that they, had, they were arguing whether they attained the Ski. It sounds like they both agreed that it would have been Ski, but in this case, it was the Fushes, so they had to give it back. Okay, similar story now. So if I say bring something to someone, now here we're talking about where it's not a malvin aleve. Here we're talking about a matana. So by a matana we said, till we've said till now, everybody would say, that's what we've said. So once I give him a matana, I cannot back out. And they go to find the makabel, and the makabel is dead. Okay, so he's dead. He's not there. So who do you give it to now? So Tani Chad, we have one price that says, Yachzir All right, well, I wanted to give it to Ruvain. Ruvain's not around. Give it back to me. Tani Idach Liyarshim, Yishir Shtalkolei. What do you mean? Give it to Hanoch and Chetzron. You give it to Palu. You give it to Ruvain's children. I Hoylech Kishchi. I made a Kenyan. It went to Ruvain. Ruvain's not here. It goes to his children as a Yerusha. So what's the Machlekes? Then back to Mifiki. Marsav Hoylech Kishchi. And therefore, once I said, give it to the Shliach, of Ruvain. It's not Ruvain Shliach, but it's my Shliach that I appointed to bring it to Ruvain. Now it's Ruvain's. And once it's Ruvain's, if he's dead, it goes to his children. No, I meant to send it to Ruvain, but it's mine because mine doesn't get to Ruvain. If it turns out Ruvain's dead, I think I have to take it back. So even by a Matana now, we see a Machloikis, or not. 
So Amar of Abba Bar Mama Lavdafka. The Kuliyama Hoylech Lavkeschi. It could be even by a Matona Hoylech is Lavkeschi. And if he wants to pull it back, he can pull it back. What's the issue over here? Vleikasho. Habibari Habishchemira. If we're talking about a healthy person normally, that requires Kinyanim to do normal activities of, of transactions. So then Hoylech Lavkeschi. Hoylech doesn't work. And now, obviously, if I say Bizoichet for that person, then it could work. But if I just say take it, that doesn't mean anything. When does the Bryce say that it goes to Reuven's Yarshim when the Shmishaleach, when the sender of this present was a Shchimira? We have a Lacha called Divei Shchimira, Kichesuvin, Ukemesurin Dami, Special Gzeira Drabonan. That when a Shchimira wants to give a present, it automatically works. Whether it works when he dies, whether it works right before he dies, or the Mafreya, the whole debate here between Rashi and Tyson is exactly the nature of when it works. But whatever it is, it works. And in that case, then of course it's Nizoichet to Ruven automatically. And then if Ruven dies, it goes to Ruven's Yarshan even before the Chefetz gets there. So that's one way to differentiate these two Bryce's. Rivers Vedomar, it's just a different territory. Even by a Shkivira, it's sometimes yes and sometimes no. When did Ruvain die? Even if you say that the sender, the Mishaleach, was a Shkivira and his Kenyan works, but if Ruvain was dead before he said it, so then it's a Kenyan Betos. I only wanted to give it to Ruvain. So if Ruvain was alive, then Ruvain's kind of, when Ruvain dies, it automatically goes to his kids. But if Ruvain was dead before the Shkivira said it, there's no kidney to begin with because I never intended to give it to this kid directly. I intended to only give it to Ruvain. So even by a Shemirah, you can have sometimes where it works and sometimes it doesn't. If Papa, once you're getting into that discussion, if Papa throws in another Nikuda here. Hav Hav Beri. We can also think about talking about a healthy person. Who died first? Remember, we're talking about over here. Yeah, so what's the issue? So if the Mechabal died before the Nisan died, so if the Nisan sent it, he sent it, gives it to Ruvain, bring it to, bring it to my friend, bring it, give it to Shleach, bring it to my friend Ruvain. And then the Mishaleach dies. So now we get a new halacha. We have a halacha called Mitzvah Lekayim Divrei Ames. Besides the halacha of Divrei Shemirach Yechsuvim which is only by someone who's deathly ill, we have another halacha that says, we have another halacha that says, Mitzvah Lekayim Divrei Ames. When someone dies, it's a mitzvah to do what they said to do. And therefore, if he said, I want you to send it, and then he died before it got there, you now have a new type of Kenyan. Rashi says this is Mamasha Kenyan, and this is called a Kenyan called Mitzvah Lakaim Divyame. It's not just that you're supposed to give it, but it's automatically considered given. And if now Ruvain dies, it was already considered Ruvain's, and now it can go to Ruvain's Yarshim. So it depends who died first. Right? If Ruvain died first, before the Mashalayach died, well, then Mashalayach wasn't Mitzvah Lakaim Divri Ames yet, so therefore there was no Ruvain, Ruvain doesn't get it. But if the Mashalayach dies first, then in a Chanami would be a new Alacha. What is the difference between Mitzvah Lakaim Divri Ames and Divri Shimirak Yisumen of Surindami? It's a huge tesis in Daf Kufmem Tes in Balbasa, which tries to figure out that point. It's not so simple exactly what the point is. Okay? Yeah, something like that. We'll get there. It's very long text. But there is apparently some conflict exactly between these two halachas. But they're both saying the same thing. They're both saying the same concept that when someone says they want to give something, it ought to, even not just that it will work, but it's considered a kinyan right now. So therefore, this halacha, when you're sending a present, it could either be an afkmina who it's a bari or shemira. It could be an afkmina by a shemira who died first, or it could be by a bari who died first, based on halacha of mitzvah l'kem Let's continue. 
So Lema Hoylechisitanoi. I can bring you a very interesting brayer. So with six different shitas that Lechayr is tied up to this exact same issue, which is as follows: the Sanya. Hoylech one of the plenty. So I want to send money to plenty. And they go to find Reuven the Mechabel, and Reuven is dead. So the Tanakhama says, You give it back to the person who sent it. Okay. What about if they go back to give it to the person who sent it, and he's dead? So then, Rav Nassim, Rav Yaakov, Rav Yaakov, Rav Yaakov, get it. If it's, not, if it's not going to the recipient, so it goes back to the Mishalech, or his Yarshim. You give it to the Yarshim of the Mechabel. And as we'll see in the Gemara, this Yeshemim is actually arguing on both cases. Okay, whether the Mechabel died or whether the, the Mechabel died and the Mishalech died, Yeshemim says it goes to the Yarshim of the Mechabel. So Rav Nasser of Yaakov says it goes to the Yarshim of the Mishalech. The Yeshemim says it goes to the Yarshim of the Mechabel. They say something new. What do they mean? Hold on, we'll see. I don't know what to do in this case. You split it. It's a suffix. Suffix. We don't know what to do. You split it. A different sheet that says, that when you don't know what to do, we have a lacha called Shudididaini. Shudididaini says, we evaluate the sheikh decides. What do I think he meant to do? Do I think he meant like to give Ba'ayin Yafa, and therefore I give it to the Yarshim of the Mechabel, or do I think he was just giving it begrudgingly, and therefore he wants it back? I don't know. You figure it out. I'm Rabbi Shimon Anasi. Al Yadu Yavamaisa. I had a Lachal Maisa case. V'amur Yafsul Yarshim Shalech. We paskin that it goes back to the original sender. So what are all these different shitas? So my We can figure out each shita as follows. Tanakama Savar Ha'elech is Lav Kishchi. Tanakama says, Hoylech just means bring it. If you bring it and he's dead, the Makabel is dead, so then I never meant to give it to his kids, and there was no king until now, and therefore he give it back to the Meshalech. We have Nasim Rabbi Yaakov, Nami Hoylech Lav Kishri. We have Nasim Rabbi Yaakov, who said, even if the Mikabel, if the Meshalech died, he gets to keep it. They say, Hoylech Lav Kishri, the Afogav the Mis, and even though the Meshalech died, the sender died, Loyamrina Mitzvah Kam Devi Ames. They don't hold the Salach of Mitzvah Kam Devi Ames. And they say, if you gave it, you gave it. If not, give it back. And therefore, no Kenyan, no mitzvah of the Ramez, give it back to the sender. Return to sender. The Yeshayimim says, And therefore, whether the Mechabel died, or whether the Meshalech died, doesn't make a difference who died. As soon as the Meshalech gave it to the Shliach, the Shliach was Zeichet on the half of the Mechabel, and the Mechabel gets it, or his kids get it, all cases. If you don't know, see, I remember Shemar Yaakov, his shita was, Shemar Meir, that if you send it and the Mechabel dies, you do not give it to the Mechabel's children. Because it was not Hoylech Kishri, Hoylech is Lav Kishri, and therefore if you get there and Ruvain's dead, give it back to the sender. But, if the sender dies as now as well, then I'm in a Mitzvah Lekam Devyameis. If the sender dies and Ruvain was still alive, then you would say Mitzvah Lekam Devyameis and you would give it. So he holds half the sheet. The first sheet held no Hoylech Kishri and no Mitzvah Lekam Devyameis. Or Rebuda says Chetzi Chetzi. Hoylech is Lav Kishri. But if he dies, the Mishalach, then we have a separate issue of Mitzvah Lekam Devyameis. 
do we split it or do you just guess which one to give it to? And Shimon Anasi is my sauce, which is just telling you halacha So we have over here a machlaikis of a halach kischi or lad kischi. In the case where the makabel died, do you give it to him or not? We have a machlaikis. We also seem to have a machlaikis whether mitzvah kam devi or we have a suffix about it. If we're talking here about a healthy person, then everybody would agree to the halacha, either no issue. Here we're talking about specifically by a We always said automatically works. That's not so simple. And it's a machlekes of Allah and the Rabbanu Kamifigri. This not a machalik nechasav al of Someone who says before he's about to die, he's a shemira, and instead of doing regular dini yerusha. He wants to say, oh, I want this son to get more, this son to get less. And he's splitting it up however he feels like. So, whether he's healthy, whether he's about to die, if we're dealing with karka, then I don't care what you say. You need to do a real Kenyan. And if it's Shayna Machais, if it's Sayyidina Matatlin, and Nikla Mashikha, you have to do a real Kenyan. There is no such thing as There's no Shikana. If you make a Kenyan, it works. If you don't make a Kenyan, it doesn't work. Whether we're talking about karka, what kesef makes no difference. Once you say it, it works. Okay, hold on. So they said to Rabbi Lazar, they said to Rabbi Lazar, we had this famous family, she was sick. And she announced, you should give some sort of necklace that she had to my daughter, which normally the daughter would not have gotten Yerusha. And she said, I want the daughter to get this necklace. It's worth 12 mana. And the mother died. They kept her words. And there was no Kenyan. So you see, the Chaman Paskin, Says Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar responded, were Rashi brings that they used to plant Klayim, uh, they used to plant all kinds of Klayim Bekerim, and therefore they were Shayim. If they were Shayim, probably the people in Bezdin weren't paying attention to them at all, and therefore don't bring me any Rayas or from any stories that happened with them, they were Shayim, their mother should bury them, I don't want to hear any stories about them. Okay, but what do we see in this Mishnah? We see Machleketin, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbanu, with Divish Shemir, Kichsuvan, Kichsuvan, Dami, or not. Oh! So now let's go back to our six shitas, but look at it in the eyes of a shimira. And as follows. Tanakama holds like a balaza. There is no din of divish shimira kifsun rukhsuman dummy. There's no such halacha. So forget hoilich kiski lavki. Hoilich is lavkiski. What do you want to say? It should be a work because of shimira? There's no such halacha. And therefore I get it back. And the, or the family gets it back. If Nasir Rav Yaakov Nami Kabbalazer that the Mishkabah do not work, and Alpha Gav Demisit, even if he actually dies, Loyamim Mitzvah Kam Devi Ames. So they have both points. The Kenyan never worked beforehand, and even if he actually dies, there's no Mitzvah Mitzvah Kaimit. Yeshemim Kerabana. Yeshemim say Divishimah Kichsuvan Achsurandami. It worked right away, and therefore as soon as you gave it, said it, it automatically belonged to Ruvain. If Ruvain dies, you die makes no difference. It automatically worked. He holds like a Lazar, David Shimmerad don't work. But if the Mishalech dies at the end, I mean, they say he holds, David Shimmerad by itself is not a Kenyan, but we have a secondary Kenyan called Mitzvah So if the Mishalech dies, then Takani would give it. Chum say, I don't know what to do in this case, because I'm not sure if David Shimmerad Kichsum and Dami, and I'm not sure if Mitzvah Kam Devi Ames. So I do myself, misafkalu. The Kanai Mishu Adadif and the Mishim and Nasi Ma'asal Sashminot. So we have two totally different ways to learn this giant Machlaikis in the Brisa. Either they're arguing about our regular Alachabaya Bari of 
Hailech Kiskir, yes or no, and Mitzvah Lakam Divir Ames, yes or no. Or there could be the whole Bryce is talking about a Shibira case, in which case they're arguing of Divir Shibira Kiksuman of Shuman Dummy and Mitzvah Lakam Divir Ames, yes or no. So it seems very clear. We had definitely have a Machlaikis whether Mitzvah Lakam Divir Ames. And if someone says to give something and then he actually dies, do we say it automatically works? That's a Machlaikis clearly. We then seem to have two secondary possible machlekes, could be one or the other, or maybe both, by a healthy person. When he says, Heilich, does he mean schi? And I want you to be zeich in it. Li, again, by a pikodim, we're talking about it, or a matana, where you don't have the question of achrais. By a matana, where there's no question, when there's a achrais question, then Shmuel's migu kicks in, that since I'm a chayim and achrais, I can back out. If we're talking about a matana, where there's no achrais, then we have machlekes, Heilich, kiski, or not kiski, can I back out, yes or no? And then we have a second issue, if it's a shkibira who said it, does that automatically work? Yes or no? That seems to be a second in machlekes. We'll finish the paraclet